Well, next week figures <laughs> things out. It. Let's see about how great Juoger is. Shouldn't uh, we save that for next yet. week? I, Just in generalities, how, how I was right. I, 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 thought you, I thought you wanted to discuss that this, this week. No, next week. Or, am I, or was I reading that wrong? You were reading it it's wrong. Georgia, so yes. Okay, yes. Next Monday, My... we're going to skip Star Trek and do... Okay, next Monday. I'm sorry. No, you said... The, the email says on this week's and next week's. Okay, never mind. <laughs> this is superhero time with XV. No, no, no. Hey, Mickey. Plink, 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 plink. Paladin. <laughs> Can. Choo-choo. And Fort Max. Dong dong. So on this week's episode of Ken's Reading Comprehension and Broken Skype Recorders. Uh yes. Yes. Things are running shitty. It's time for superhero time. <laughs> Particularly in my brain. Superhero time in your brain? I think they have <laughs> pills for that, Ken. <laughs> They're called science. After a while they stop working. <laughs> He sounds like a man who knows. Ken, can I interest you in some antipsychotics? I mean, you won't find <laughs> any here, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, only reasons to take them. <laughs> <laughs> they might counteract the pro-psychotics in your yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to market the superhero time brand of pro-psychotic yogurt. <laughs> Sour creamy goodness in every bite. (laughs) (laughs) I can add yogurt to the list of food this show has ruined for me. (laughs) Oh, no, Paladin. Yogurt did that all by itself a long time ago. Now in mayonnaise flavors. You know, they make yogurt, right, Paladin? They just inject the milk back into the cow's vagina and let it gel for a little bit, and then it gets excreted into yogurt cups. (laughs) Hey, Ken, how is a Miracle Whip flavored yogurt? Ranch yogurt. (laughs) I mean, that might be good with french fries. All right, Paladin. Or Paladin. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so Toy Fair was this past weekend, as everybody probably knows. Um, Uh In the pre-show, Fort Max was making reference to something that we did not understand, but we wanted her to wait until we were actually recording before we got the actual details of this. So, Fort Max, you're up first. What is this you were telling us about? Holy shit, the Imaginex Dragon Zord. Wait, is that Mattel? That's that's Fisher-Price, isn't it? Fisher-Price is Mattel. Is it? Huh. Yeah. I didn't realize. I have have not seen this. I missed that somehow. It looks surprisingly good. It's remote control by a by a dragon dagger, it looks like. I hope you have to actually play the dragon dagger to control the dragon sword. <laughs> like, it's an educational toy that way. You know, a kid has to learn how to play some bizarre flute trumpet thing in order to use his toy. Of course, I assume it's going to have, probably going to have the, at least, well, one for walking, one for firing the red missiles. Needs a third uh, to make it uh, both uh, depressive, all depressed. <laughs> Yellow four. Yellow four. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Like, I like to. Um, so the original toy instructions, I think, for the Dragon Zord called the chest plate the missile launching chest plate. And on this, they finally made that real. So good for them. Was there a price on this at all? Probably no. the same as the first one, I'd imagine. Now, what I want to know is, is the Green Ranger at least still going to be movie-styled with uh, this? Because, unfortunately, the White the Imagine X White Ranger isn't movie-styled. No torn crotch? <laughs> That's not child-friendly. <laughs> Well, what about all those poor kids out there with torn crotches? Maybe they want some representation in their toys. If their crotches are torn, they're useless to society. Oh. This went bad places. I kind of regret this now. 
it's a superhero time. Now, I don't usually feel regret over superhero time. I think I'm just tired from all the Toy Fair this weekend. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of the best stuff Bandai mentioned was not actually on display. Or, well, it was on display, but photography was not permitted. So, what, what was that? Well, for starters, Legacy Ninja Megazord is coming. No, well, okay. they didn't have that there, though. Yeah, that actually wasn't on display. They, uh, From my understanding, they had an original Ninja Megazord toy for, you know, just a point of representation, but it was not. No, that's it. That's what they're releasing. I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing either, would it? I guess not, really. Not for me. Right? <laughs> There's no release date yet, but supposedly it'll cost about $80. Oh, God. Now, of course, you have to remember the Falcon's order is sold separately, and that's $60. <laughs> oh, God, why? <laughs> so, Ken, about those antipsychotics? <laughs> They're not working. <laughs> but your fan is. Um... Shit! <laughs> Ken, it's February. Why are you running a fan? Because all the heat vents through my room. Why don't you just put pillows over your vents? That doesn't work. Just open your window. Yeah. No. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because it's cold as shit outside. I literally can't win. Just open it a crack. No. Open it a crack like Paladin's new face. (laughs) (laughs) No, but at least... At least... Like, the Thunder Megazord still cost $200, and you had to still buy the Tiger Zord separately for $80. At least this is a lower overall cost. I Tiger Zord is down to 40 now at Toys R Us. Do what? <laughs> Tiger Zord is down to 40 now. Oh, that's good. I guess that's a step up. Well, $40 for that is probably a very fair price, all probably. considered. Um, I'm still not particularly... I actually probably should look into that, because my original Tiger Zord is all, like, browned and now missing its domes, because I gave them to Mickey to complete his. My Tiger Zord looks great. That's good, I'm glad. I mean, that Somebody was... gave me some domes to finish it. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the whole point, because mine was ruined anyway, yeah, so you Tiger might as well Zord's benefit pre- from the good parts. Yeah, Legacy Tiger Zord's a pretty good toy. Uh, sadly, well, they didn't learn, they, Bandai hadn't learned their lesson, the lesson that I thought they learned uh, with the for the Tiger Zord, because uh, the Thunder Megazord apparently has a whole lot of die cast. <laughs> and a lot of issues resulting from that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. But the worst thing about the Tiger Zord is you need to take parts off uh, for the Zord build. You need to take the rear legs off for the Zord builder, and apparently, and with the Thunder Megazord, uh, you have to take off the, the thin gray panels uh Connect it to the Tiger Zord, which, yeah, not that great. And then there's the, you know, with the Lion Thunder Zord's large uh, chunk not sitting very flush with the back of the Tiger Zord at all. My large chunk doesn't usually sit flush with the back either. Um, but like just to transform the Tiger Zord by itself, you don't have to take it apart, right? Right. Just, yeah, so, just I mean, that's the tail fine. comes off. That, that's, that's not really a big deal um, as far as that goes, then, because if you just want it as a standalone toy, which it yeah. sounds like it's perfectly good as a standalone toy. Yeah, for what toy, I can tell is that, Ayn, aside from the issues caused by the weight of all the die casts that, they, that, the, that uh, wasn't needed, for the Thunder Megazord is good individually, as it, the individual Zords, uh, and... Combined as the Thunder Megazord, the Tiger Zord's good on its own. The uh, Mega Tiger Zord was kind of an afterthought. Oops. I think it was that way originally. Mm. The original, the, with the original toys, the Mega Tiger Zord worked fine. Yeah, the only real issue was keeping the Firebird on because uh, the, legs, because <laughs> it, the legs uh, just like to slip off. Yeah, the, uh, and then get got lo- and then get lost. Yeah, I, 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 whenever I formed out as a kid, I just left the Firebird to, to the side. Yeah, <laughs> I could, I could never get the Firebird. Just, I'm, yeah, the legs would stay on to the Firebird fine. It's just that I couldn't get the Tiger Zord to hold it well. Right, rubber bands. That looks ugly though. 
Well, you get the clear ones from other toys. Um... Mm -hmm. Or some scotch tape. <laughs> or Velcro. Velcro is the best idea. Ooh, but like... yeah, sadly, they Bandai had not learned their lessons from uh, the mass from uh, all that diecast adding up uh, with the uh, Mega Dragon Zord. Ah. That was almost a Ken noise for it, Max. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's the communicator, <laughs> the which... <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going that... Oh, despite the only difference being the swappable color bands, uh, we're selling the green... We're selling uh, two different communicators, one with green-white and one with the other five. Uh-huh. Because, of course. Oh, for $70. A piece? Yes. Yes, and the only difference is the color. Which color bands are included? The only difference is one comes with far less than the other. Well, it was that way too with the uh, Tommy Legacy Morpher. Well, but the Morpher itself was also a different color. Yeah, but it's, it's, but there was still less of it for the same price. Right. It's a, it's amazing how much Bandai has made me hate Tommy more than the fandom ever did. More than JDF does. Yeah. Not quite that much. Well. No. <laughs> I'm yeah, like Bandai's number two. Yeah. Uh, yes. JDF doesn't uh, change how I view Tommy. It's only changed how I view JDF. This is true. It's a valid point. That's meanwhile, very fair. Meanwhile, Bandai is just well, Bandai. Yeah. But the real question is: Are they going to make a third? Do a third communicator that's gold uh, with the black band? No, because they don't care about the Little Ranger. Yeah, that's Zio. That didn't ever happen. Um. Hopefully, with the Ninja Zords, there will be Shogun Zords at some point in the not-too-distant future. But they also don't care about Shogun Zords, so we'll see. Uh, the the Falcon Sword has connection like... ports, though. Yeah, oh. they at least future-proof that. <laughs> okay, so we might, get, we, might, we might get Shogun Zords. So, yeah, we will then... get uh, Legacy Mutagi. So, yeah, we will get uh, Legacy Mighty Shogun. Huh. Then they can do a re-release of Legacy Titanus so we can have Legacy Shogun Ultra Zord. Oh, God. Well, no, like, that'll just be how they uh, get black and gold Titanus out there. No, well, wait. Wouldn't the Legacy version, uh, since the entire be, right, if it, they would have it be uh, screen accurate, so it'd just be the original toys. I want Legacy Space <laughs> Titanus. Yes. <Yeah>. doesn't. <laughs> but anyway, to try and move this back to Toy Fair, Legacy Black and Gold Dragon Zord. Yeah, Must don't we? care. <laughs> It's well, ugly. to go with the legacy black and gold meg, well, with legacy black gold megazord. Coming so. soon, legacy Titanus. I know, but it's but it's ugly is the problem. Black and gold it's doesn't. A... I don't really care for black and gold on the megazord, but it's it certainly it does not suit the dragon zord. It works on the megazord here. It's a little uh, no. It's no. like they, they swapped all the silver parts out with all the gold, with gold, and it doesn't it made everything else black, and it doesn't really work. Yeah, yes. it's a it's a really lazy black recolor. I mean, it's almost like early 2000s Takara in its blackness. <laughs> but yes, also announced by Bandai is a new Legacy action figure series with Build-A-Figure parts. Oh, God. That'll be interesting to see how well they execute this. They claim this series will release every Ranger ever. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> Six Rangers at a time. Uh, two teams or a more. year, I believe. Oh, they're so full of shit on that one. But yeah, first up is Mighty Morphin, because of course it is. Uh -huh. And Ninja Storm. Yeah, three from each. Three from each in because the first of Ninja assortment. Steel. That's why they're doing Ninja Storm. So are they basically are they basically aiming for the um uh, Black Series Legends? That's what yes, it sounds they're... like from the descriptions. Yeah. They are. I, I, I mean, that might be appealing. If anyone was able to take a brief picture of them on display, even though it wasn't allowed this year. Um, I mean, Bandai did a decent job with the six-inch Thundercats toys, even though I didn't care about Thundercats. So a slumped over... Hey, that's oh. Tommy, the Green Ranger. What a shock! I never would have thought they'd do him in the first wave. Uh, I, I can't judge anything from that. Okay, so the way this works is that the core five Rangers for each team come with one piece of a Build-A-Megazord. The sixth, oh. the sixth Rangers just come with extra accessories, not their Zord. Okay, that for, for and they're twenty dollars a piece for a build a figure line. Which is pretty line, standard. 
Yeah. If, if, if toys are good, that's actually a pretty good gimmick. If they, if the Build-A-Figures are made well, yeah, that's a very, that's going to be a very solid gimmick. Um, Diecast was saying when we were talking to him yesterday, when he saw those, there was one of the Build-A-Figures on display together, and put together, it was an inch or two taller than the figures themselves. Okay, that sounds, that sounds a lot like the Legends line. Mm Mm-hmm. It's also um, accurate to, like, you know, filming suit scale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. You know, I mean, give me more teams that I care about, and uh, I might be into that. Yeah, they're going to do every character from every team. So for Mighty Morphin, they're going to do red, blue, green, and black. Right, of course. And then for the next, <laughs> they're going to do white. <laughs> Metallic armor blast. <laughs> Movie rangers. Ninja suits. Uh-huh. So Movie for, ninja suits. So for, <laughs> so for Ninja Storm. Wild West rangers. Yes. So for Ninja Storm, we got two red rangers, a yellow ranger, and a blue ranger that's dark blue. And a green ranger. Yeah, the navy ranger. <laughs> yes. two, gr- and then and two green, green rangers. Yeah, two green rangers. <laughs> You know, the sad thing is we're making these jokes, but... But yeah, will Ninja Storm Green be two or one figures? Two. Two. Two, of course. What, one will be a chase figure. Just like in Super Legends. Uh, and things, we're not really making jokes. We're making accurate predictions of the future. I hate action figures sometimes. Yeah, me too. Right. Now, what I want to know is, will this... We better get Psycho Rangers out of this. Including well, Psycho Ranger ones. with Ultimate Douche Head. S- well, Psycho Silver Psycho with Rangers. Alternate S- Douche Head. SDCC exclusive. Oh. There you go. The Thomas Web Webshop exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and SPDA Squad. So you, so you, you, have, you have And Orange Ranger. You have to go through Japan middleman to get a North American toy. <laughs> and the, I imagine and... the second wave of these toys is going to have Operation Overdrive in it. Then it's gonna die, and then probably Mega Force. Now, if it's Super Mega Force, we can talk. No, regular Mega Force. And see, the worst part of this Precisely. is because GoBusters didn't get adapted. We won't get a you know Legacy line beat J Stag. Or Bandai <laughs> could be stupid enough to to do those and not have a show go along with them. Oh. <laughs> No, we'll, 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 we'll get new powers first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and flash the new powers. Yeah, of course. Oh, Super Mega Force. That's a miserable failure. <laughs> and last but probably not least, there was a bunch of Dino Charge stuff on display. Anything actually new, though? <laughs> Several villain figures and Silver Zord. I am just really surprised how many villain figures there have been. And, and how yeah, much it's 1994 all over again. I, Except I'm, they're selling. I, yeah, that's the other thing. The <laughs> more surprising thing is the fact that they're not clogging the shelves. I don't understand. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm glad the villain figures seem to be successful because maybe they will carry that on, you know in the next line, and it will still be successful, and that will just be a thing from now on. That would be so great. So sad we're not going to be getting Shadow Line figures. I know, right? Oh, God, why do you keep making, reminding me of the most depressing parts? I mean, we probably would have got figures of table and chairs bonkies. Oh, God, we would have. And heroin <laughs> bonky, too. Oh. Or even Schwartz. Oh. Uh, uh, Schwartz is a really a good fat design. baby. <laughs> I don't... I, I would don't buy. Know. She's I would a buy female, so no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would buy Fat Baby. Uh, but the worst problem is we would not get human form Zed. No, that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And oh, before I forget, um, those movie six-inch figures from Toys R Us. Yeah, they were at Walmart. They yeah, they're act- Walmart now. And they actually have a twelve-inch Purple Ranger. Yes. I'm- Kind of surprised. Is that a metaphor for a penis? No, no, no. I mean, they actually have a 12-inch. Ken, if you have that for more than four hours, go see a doctor. I've been told. Uh, Especially if you've been fucking multiple men. That's very unsafe behavior, Ken. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, I'm really surprised. So how much are those uh, movie figures at Walmart? Uh, it's like, yeah, about the I, same I, price. I, 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 I saw them once at Toys R Us, and then I promptly walked away once I saw the price tag. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Right. Yeah. So these twelve-inch figures, uh, the one for Snide, looks like he's got a big anus on his chest. So he looks like Snide. Yeah, you obviously haven't been paying that much attention to the suit. <laughs> I've been looking at his face. Yeah. Uh, no, look at you know, look at his torso. Yeah, it, it's an anus. Yeah. It's always been nice. He shits from both sides. <laughs> you can spit roast him. Uh, let's see, a five, pack, a six pack with. And Diane. allegedly, there were representatives at the at Toy Fair talking about the suits for the Power Rangers reboot movie. Any information out of that? They said that they were similar to RoboCop, by which I can only assume they mean 2014 RoboCop. Well, that'd, oh, make more, that'd make more sense than 80s RoboCop. Oh, boy. Hey, look, it's Evil Torrin. Hmm. And they also used you know, the phrase dark and edgy to describe the, the uh, uh, film project. Uh, uh, oh, of course, God. also, remember several years ago when we were totally getting a dragon sword in the 2010 line? <sighs> no. Yes, but, but, but in theory, this movie is coming out next year. In theory. In yeah. theory, they're already working on producing it. In theory. Theory. I kind of want to see these costumes, just for the sake of seeing what they come up with. Well, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, textures, leather, muted like, colors. It's I going don't... to look, um, I mean, it's going to look like, you know, if it, when I think, I'm thinking maybe something that look that's sort of like, uh, I don't know, Kuga Ryu. Kuga through Ryuki styling. Like, remember, that, that be, remember that, the, um, that, that remember, would be the optimistic take on it. You know, like 2009 Star Trek uniforms have the little Starfleet emblems repeated over yeah. and over as a texture. So this will just have the little lightning bolt thing <laughs> repeated over uh, and over. And it's like, thing is, if it strays far enough away from the source material, it kind of can become its own thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just not confident that's what they're going to do. Yeah, it's like I don't want to be cynical fanboy about it, but yeah. I. I just, I don't have any confidence. We'll see. I mean, if they manage to pull something out, I will be impressed. And I'm I mean, just... if the movie itself is good enough, you'll get over the costume design. The one thing that I do oh, wish yeah. they do for the that would have been neat for the movie is Amy Jo Johnson as Rita, because she was the only one in the original <laughs> cast who could act, and she could do a very, very good Rita. <laughs> Instead, no, we get Elizabeth Banks. That's just the most bizarre shit. Gotta spend that money somewhere. Remember when we were getting Gina Davis as Lord Bar- uh, Queen Beryl in Sailor Moon? No. No? Yeah. At some point, they were trying to make an American live-action Sailor Moon movie, and Gina Davis signed on to play Queen Beryl. Well. Oh. Yep. That's special. <laughs> oh. Probably would have been better than the other live-action Sailor Moon they attempted. Or Crystal. I'm pretty sure that uh, the live action, that the attempted live action Sailor move from the 90s would have been amazing. In all the wrong ways, but yeah. I mean, if that existed, it's something we definitely would have done as a power playback one day. Sailor wheelchair. (laughs) Someone, Someone sat in a boardroom and thought that was a good idea. Well, it was around the same time as Extreme Ghostbusters, and it worked for them, so... Did it? Did oh, that it was really? that was way earlier than Extreme Ghostbusters. It was the nineties. That was like the same year. <laughs> like it'd be closer to GI Joe Extreme than Extreme Ghostbusters. Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety-nine. Like the third total. dimension. Ninety-nine, two thousand, I think. Like it was a contemporary of Beast Machines, which just made it look no, that much worse. No, no, no. no. Uh, it was it had been ninety-eight or ninety-nine because I sold those toys at Toys R Us. Oh. Well, anyway, it was, it was a contemporary of mainframes, good stuff. So, you know, it looked worse by comparison. Of course, that mainframe was doing war planets at the time, too. Mm-hmm. We see how well they got remembered. <laughs> Don remembers them. Well, Hi, Don. Exactly. I'll rest my case. <laughs> I mean, Don remembers a lot of things. The 50s, for example. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> the stock market crash. 
the first one. That that's the joke, Ken. Thank you. Uh huh. Because Don's old. He's right. older than me. So, do we have any more news, or do we pretty much exhaust? Uh, well, Crunchyroll has added uh, Ultraman Nexus and Ultraman Gaia. Now, Gaia is so the... no. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, Gaia is the series that Kanaka worked on, right? That who? Uh, Chucky uh, Kanaka uh, uh, from Lane. Digimon Tamers. Yes. 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 From Digimon Tamers. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Does it put... hold up to that level of standard? Hmm? I've heard Ultraman fans like it, but again... Well, <laughs> Ultraman fans also like Ultraman, so we know what their taste <laughs> like. So, you know. I can't, I, ever think... win that... I can't ever win that conversation, so I just don't have it. Right. That's right, you can't win, because you're on the losing side. <laughs> I think Konaka needs to write a Sentai at some point. Konaka hasn't done anything in years. But Still. him on a Sentai would be interesting, or Ryder. Ryder's probably more his speed. He can write the Gaim sequel. <laughs> you thought this was screwed up to start with. <laughs> or, or, um, in 2019, when they do the next decade series, or equivalent, you know, have him come back and do that. Oh, no, they're, they're, they'll probably give that to Yonamura. Unfortunately. But you know that's the truth. So anyway, how about that dino charge? How about that dino charge? Uh, who's doing this? Who's dino charging? That sounds like very unsafe behavior. All right, Ken, you're doing it. Haha, you made noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you a noise. I mean, um... Show your mom a noise. Oh, my. So, um... Shelby, uh... Riley's picking uh, Shelby up from school because he's the only responsible member of the team. And... She's upset because she got a B. I think I've seen this episode of Power Rangers before. Yes, yes. And everybody's like, are you serious? And then Chase's comment is like, uh, my parents would freak out if I got a B. I mean, they'd celebrate if I got a B. <laughs> oh, Chase, you're the worst. But that makes it the best at the same time. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile Coda doesn't even know how to count to B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, these are so stupid. <laughs> I uh, love these characters. They're so messed up. Yeah. Human. Uh huh. And, and, and like the, the fact that Riley is the only responsible one does work. Like, <laughs> I love how stupid. real they are while they're being cartoon characters. So anyway, um, as she's you know telling the gang this, then her father, then you know Colonel Truman walks in, um, <laughs> and they discover that he's actually the owner of uh, Watkins Ice Cream, which is apparently very famous. And but not Wilkins has... Coffee. No, no. <laughs> um, and he has this habit of just pulling stuff out of his pockets or thin air in this episode. Which Are we is... sure that came from his pockets? I think he wants to be a part-time magician, considering what happens later in the episode. Uh-huh. So, you know, he has ice cream and he had his pockets that he hands off to everybody. Wait, what? They were thrilled by his pocket ice cream. <laughs> um, Sour creamy goodness in every bite. Um, so, you know, you know they, they talk and he's like, yeah, I'll do better. And like, yeah, I'm sure he will. But, you know, Shelby being Shelby. Not good odds on that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Shelby's per- perfectly capable. It's she doesn't want to is the thing. Yeah, right. Which is the through line of the episode, and uh-huh. I do. Kind of, I like how they play it out because they don't really make her dad out to be the bad guy. 
It's just she doesn't communicate. <laughs> yeah, and like you can get the sense that it's just a family where you don't communicate. Yeah. Or, or the sense that well, actually, I mean, it seems like I mean Shelby said before that she doesn't want to. I mean, told his told her dad but this stuff before, and it's just like. Yeah, anyway. it's a family where you don't communicate upwards because nobody yeah. listens. Yeah. In one ear, out the other. Uh huh. Just you know, like everybody else, they're not bad people. Just you know, flawed. Mm-hmm. So it, apparently, that stays consistent with the Colonel across universes. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> um. So you know, Heckle's like, you know, should you get some rest? She's like, oh yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead. He's like, oh yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, did I say that out loud? <laughs> oh, is he playing keeper this episode? We'll get there. <laughs> um, and back so, in the ship, we get a really terrible monster costume. So we're back to actually using new monsters from Kyoriger, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we can we can see they did kind of go through the budget, didn't they? Like, can, can, can we get Ice Age back again, please? <laughs> <laughs> but I do like that the, the producer saw it's like, hey, this is a sheep monster. Let's run with it! <laughs> and they do, between the theming of the episode and um, its voice. Which is kind of great, actually. So, um, Heckle arrives back at the cafe with, oh, hey, you have a package with no return address. It must be from your father! Hey, there's no postage on this either. Oh, look, he gave you a pillow. How nice of him. No wonder she only she can only manage a bee. Look, you can be plenty book smart and still not have any common sense. So every, so a lot of characters in the show, actually. Yeah. Every character in the show. Yeah. Except Coda, who's just actually Coda might have more common sense than the rest of them, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. And then there's Chase, who is Chase doesn't have any common sense or book sense. He's yeah. just Chase. Yeah, he says Chase sense. Which is, which is, which also apply to Ivan. Which, 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 you know, begins and ends at skateboarding and chasing skirts. (laughs) You know, Ivan might be perfectly capable in his home time. He's just, you know, not quite adapted to the modern world yet. No, but he doesn't, he manages, you know. Uh So Shelby puts her head on the pillow and immediately passes out as a pink cloud slips into the, um, Cafe, and then she tries to murder everybody because all she sees are um, foot soldiers. Uh, I but... seem to remember this episode as well. Yeah, I think this was the I think this was the last Digimon Tamers movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> How has Kendall not been sued yet? <laughs> well, luckily there are no customers there or other non Ranger employees. There are no ra- non Ranger employees. Sure there is. Except for Hackle. I was going to say Yeah, he's a friend. Uh huh. Um, so, you know, uh, uh, Tyler tries to block her sword with a pillow. I'll just let that sink in. <laughs> I'll just let that sink in. Uh-huh. But she, 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 she cuts her... Well, there weren't any shovels on hand. There, there has been a dearth of shovels. I'm really disappointed <laughs> by that. Um, so, yes. So, she, she ends up cutting the pillow in half, and it breaks the spell. So, Ivan immediately takes her sword from her. <laughs> um... Well, I did kind of like that he took control of the weapon as soon as she dropped it. Uh-huh, yeah. And he just tries to use it for a second. But mm-hmm. uh, also, like, so, you know... Just like, I mean, he is a knight. He knows exactly what to do if uh, <laughs> the, if uh, someone you're fighting drops their weapon. Take it and use it against them. <laughs> Take it from them so they can't use it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I like when the monster shows up, Tyler immediately raises the half of the pillow, <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, he drops him. <laughs> Would have been more effective with the banana. I'm with banana right now. <laughs> but you know, um, <laughs> oh, go Busters! <laughs> oh, why couldn't Go Busters have been adapted by Chip Lynn? Could have been amazing. Could have been. Oh, it was no, amazing. No, but if Go Busters had been adapted, it would have been by the same people that did Megaforce. Just because they hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the monster escapes, and they're out, you know, giving, they're downstairs giving 
Shelby, a, a psych check. <laughs> um, well, Are you they... insane? No! no. <laughs> <laughs> so Kendall's like, okay, obviously nobody can sleep or else Freddy Krueger will come get us. So... <laughs> Apparently, what, Red Bull doesn't exist in this universe? It does, but they probably it, can't show it on air. <laughs> if Red Bull existed in this universe, we wouldn't get this fantastic montage. Yeah, so this montage is great, where all seven rangers are just kind of doing everything they possibly can to stay awake, and including K- Koda using a PlayStation controller backwards. Well, you... Uh, okay, so, so, yeah, at the start, Tyler is juggling these bizarre glowing balls, uh, which themselves are a strange enough thing. But then Coda looks at him and picks up some rocks and decides to juggle them himself. And that goes as well as you would expect. Yes, it does. Um, I like to, I like to imagine the shot with, you know, the PlayStation controllers that Coda's probably winning. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ivan and Riley are... Uh, Trying try, try to, you know, spar, and then they fall asleep on each other. Uh-huh. Or try, almost fall asleep. While Shelby studies... And Kendall supposed is... to stay awake, Shelby. Yeah, <laughs> Kendall is kept awake me- merely by sheer spite to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and th- then when Kendall's giving her explanation later, Tyler is still juggling <laughs> for the entire conversation, or at least half of it. Tyler is so simple, and yet so great. <laughs> okay, so Kendall explains that the pillow interfaces with your brain waves or something and makes you go to sleep. And Coda has the best line. <laughs> this is why I use rock instead of pillow. As he puts his head on the rock he's holding and starts to doze off. <laughs> yes. He just looks so comfortable too. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Remember how um remember how <sighs> Can we have Yoshi as a Power Ranger forever? <laughs> yeah, just, he doesn't have to be the same character every year. He just needs to be in every series. <laughs> Remember how we were all kind of, you know, hesitant, I'll say, at the prospect of Caveman Ranger? Yes, hesitant is putting it lightly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it really couldn't have turned out better than it has. No, it really couldn't have. And while I don't doubt Yoshi would make a great, you know, normal dude ranger, like, we would lose something not having Coda the caveman. That's true. And that's kind of amazing for me to just, like, actually admit at this point, too. Like, not having a gimmick character ranger would take something away from the show. Uh-huh. But, you know, he, he is a gimmick character, but he's a lot more than that at this point, so. Which is the best part of it. Hmm. Because you can say the same thing about Ivan. So, at this point in the episode, I'm just kind of reflecting back on... Like, I knew the basic premise from the episode summaries before the season started. And before I started watching it, it's like... I really hope they have to resolve this by Keeper going to the Rangers' dreams and rescuing them. (laughs) (laughs) Because, just imagine... Keeper in your nightmares. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just that make would, things that worse, seems like though. an awful lot of work for Keeper. <laughs> also, that's just real life for us. He's, he's, he's in my nightmares every night. I mean, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, obviously Keeper would have the power to just enter people's dreams. That's obvious. Not, 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 not the dreams, the nightmares specifically. <laughs> well, I mean, it starts out as a dream. <laughs> you know... So, um, anyway, back up at the cafe, uh, Shelby is studying again, and Dad walks in. He's like, hey, what are you studying? And then he picks up her books, like, and, and just her reaction is like, like, oh my god, please go away. <laughs> <laughs> please text first. So, yeah, he doesn't take her, um, what she actually wants is that seriously. And, you know, Listen, Shelby, like, you have no agency as a person. Do what I say. Yeah, like, she's like, it's boring. He's like, oh, is it boring? Really? Then he puts on a magic show for Shelby, <laughs> Tyler, Coca, and Riley. 
Yeah, basically, he goes like, I'm going to hand you the sealed envelope. Hold on to this until I'm done. Uh-huh. And then, you know, he starts rattling off this list of things in the kitchen. I actually really like this scene, though. Oh, no, it's a really great sequence. I actually, It's uh-huh. very entertaining. And, and, and the bad thing is, like, he's, he's kind of a dick in this episode, but her, her dad has a lot of charisma. Well, yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's a dick because we're looking at this from the perspective of Shelby wants yeah. to do something different with her life. Right. That he is not comprehending or internalizing fully, right. but like from his side of things, he's not doing anything except trying to help her. You know, he's and like he's not. He is being condescending because of how we see it from her perspective. Right. But you know, at the same time, he's trying. He's being genuine. Trying yeah. to help her. It's it's a really great. There's a right. great duality to how this can be read. Yeah, it's it's not you know cut and paste, you know cut and dry like it, it yeah. would be, or cut and paste. Um, yeah. um, well, you know, for some Power Ranger shows, it pretty much was. So, yeah, no, so yeah, he um, basically and, does put on a magic show, making and, and, the Bronto Burger, and the whole time Shelby is like, like whatever you, whatever do, you do, don't, don't look, look impressed. impressed. And then, and then, and, I love that little warning from her too, because you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like it's like Tyler and Coda look, you know, so stoic at first, and then he brings it out, and they and turn like, six years old. Of course, Coda, because there's a Bronto burger. Yeah. And, and, and then Coda's like, that's not boring. And then the look on Shelby's face as as it pans <laughs> over to as, as, you know, Riley kind of hides himself behind her, so she's only glaring at Coda and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, Coda's excited because there's a hamburger, and Tyler is probably excited because there's something sparkly. But yeah, so he asked what the total of the cost. You know, it's, it's a it's a it's a lesson on cost versus retail. Right. Which I deal with every day. So. Of course, all the kids want to learn that at this age. I deal with it every day, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I can actually relate. No, but like the great part about the scene, besides, is that you know he makes his point really well. Mm-hmm. Like and, and, business doesn't I'll, have to be boring. You just have to look at it the right way to find the interest in it. Yeah. Honestly, if I were him and I knew Shelby, I might not take her um, dinosaur interest seriously either. <laughs> I mean, you kind of, you can kind of get the impression that in her past, she's been maybe a little wishy-washy. flighty. Yeah. A little, little wishy-washy. Yeah. And... So, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not that hard to understand that maybe this, you know, you would think this dinosaur thing is just another passing interest, but no, she, this is actually something she wants yeah, to pursue. Right. So anyway, there's uh, oh a monster attack. Um, so uh, I like I like her lie to or not, her her excuse to get away from her dad is that not actually a lie. She's like, oh, it's my boss. Uh huh. Which is true. I mean, yeah. It's just her, her boss is also a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in this episode. No, sadly. And she whips out the Dinocom right in front of her dad, and he doesn't seem to notice anything weird about it. Oh, fan- are these kids in their fancy cell phones? It's kind of a it's a big cell phone. Yeah. It's just in an otter box. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, it's dinosaur themed. You know, she's a fangirl. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes sense. <laughs> so anyway, um, Monster Fight. Um, and uh, Monster Fight until uh, Ivan arrives finally. Stumbling down the stairs like a drunk person. And I really need a gif of um, <laughs> Ivan falling down the stairs. <laughs> because that is just such a great image. And of course, there's Riley's line during the fight. I'm too tired for insults. <laughs> oh, thank God for once. <laughs> I also did like the scene, um, well, the line, Tyler saying, I'm dino super tired, because, like, that has to just be intentionally to be stupid. Yes. Um, well, Tyler. Uh, yes. Well, that's basically my point. <laughs> Tyler says a lot of stupid things. Well, and I think I think that too specifically is just kind of making fun of Megaforce, or or, or the fact that that corporate overhead makes them you know, like not, even in the roll call we see it at another point they actually yeah char- shout out Dino Supercharge and you're like, yeah this moment of watching like wait what yeah <laughs> I, I mean I think that is a make fun of it yes. moment there too um but then like he says that and then he gets taken to the ground and then the Vivics just start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> so anyway, 
Um, after Ivan tries to kill them, he uh, falls down the stairs, and... Uh, I like how Shelby's the only one with it enough to actually duck when he starts shooting, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I guess that ain't nuts keep you awake. <laughs> um, so they carry him back uh, in Tyler's Jeep, still transformed, and then we get this image of them just hauling the Gold Ranger out of the <laughs> Jeep comatose. And Coda uh, finds another pillow, rips it in half, and Tyler, you know, not Tyler, um, Ivan, you know, wakes back up, untransforms. Thank you, my capable Crow Bagnon. <laughs> huh? <I> mean, <laughs> caveman. <laughs> Ivan's the best. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um. So Riley, Riley and Shelby are about to, you know, go off so Shelby can have her get another test. When they run into Dad again, she's like, and you can just like see on her face, it's like, oh my God, don't you have anywhere else to be? <laughs> don't you have an ice cream empire to run? <laughs> Instead of her. And then the school bell goes off because apparently, uh, colleges have uh, class bells. Well, this is New Zealand, so, you know, everything's upside down. So, you know, she finally starts to actually get through to him before she heads off. Uh, while on the way there, Riley is um, quizzing her. because, And it, it does actually work, because, you know, Riley is, again, the only one that's responsible and smart. It's not Kendall. <laughs> but, like, like she's going to get that help from Kendall. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, it depends if it's something Kendall's interested in, too. Because if Kendall's interested, she's all, you know, more than happy to talk to Shelby if about something. If Kendall gets to build some build a science thing, she's all in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Riley actually, you know, does give her some decent advice. To not, you know, not, don't be wishy-washy, put your foot down. Well, and I like, too, like, at first he's, you know, just trying to, like, support her in what she kind of has to do from her perspective. But it's like, you know, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. Yeah. You're an adult. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, saying everybody wanted me to be a cowboy, and I'm pretty sure there's a metaphor there somewhere. <laughs> Call back to last week. <laughs> um. So, you know, uh, Curio actually does something for once and puts a pillow in Riley's... Um, uh, scooter helmet. <laughs> um, and so he falls asleep. And there's like, there's like this dangerous implication of like he could be like driving while sleeping. <laughs> but thankfully that does not happen. Um, but meanwhile, back at the cafe, uh, Heckle just walks in smiling and starts, you know, putting pillows to everybody's heads. I kind of like the sequence too. Uh huh. Like he's he just so smooth about it. Uh huh. It's. It's amazing. It's yeah. really well choreographed for being such a simple thing. Yeah, like like technically nobody ever sees him with the pillow until Shelby walks in on him making Kindle pass out. Huh. Yeah, how about that? And we learned that Shelby is not an idiot. Well, we knew that. No, 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 but they really they really, you know, hammer at home here where you know how Basically, I thought this whole heckle, you know, try, you know, sneaking in and being there would stick around for a few episodes. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> and see, I'm looking at this and thinking, you know, they didn't have to blow this here either. Like, no. he could have said, I just found them like this. I'm trying to wake them up. But heckle apparently, when pushed into a corner, is not that, it's not as smooth as he is when he has control, which right. is, I think is, which is, I think is, an important and probably intentional character trait. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. If, if, and it kind of, it kind of sync with the, you know, whole Jekyll and Hyde. um, Yeah, you you have uh, smooth, in control of everything Uh heckle, and then panic mode heckle. And then he, (sighs) and then he doesn't technically have control over himself because he also has Snide living inside of him. Yeah. And he gets outed to the Rangers. Uh huh, and I'm and like, it's like, oh, f- oh, crap. And I'm like, through this entire, oh, crap, se- I'm screwed. Unless, uh, okay, you can take over now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I like through this entire scene, Shelby has a gun pointed at his head. Yes. <laughs> like they are not, they're not like you know beating around the bush. That they're tr- they're more for is a freaking gun. Yeah. She tries to shoot him. <laughs> I mean, it kind of follows since she tried to cut everybody earlier in the episode. <laughs> Shelby is dangerous this episode. Yeah. And I, I love Kendall's question. It's like, do you work for do you work for Snide? He's like, and that no, is that is the exactly. that is yeah that is the natural conclusion to jump to here. I mean, why would you just assume that he is? Yeah, because they 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 haven't seen any you know monsters able to do that. Yeah, until now. And his threat is actually also kind of surprisingly violent for Power Rangers. He's like, I'll rip each one of you to shreds. I'm like, damn, dude. Mm-hmm. And then when he escapes. Uh, and makes reference to, you know, when he finds their base, I'll kill you all in your sleep or whatever. When he, <laughs> when he escapes, then Kendall's like, wait, he doesn't know where our base is? Continuity! Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that gave me the biggest smile that they're confused why he doesn't know where their base is. Yes, I was <laughs> like, yes, they... <laughs> they... They, they remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, I guess I guess Riley did drive while sleeping because he's about to um, uh, give his inner gem over, and then as Fury does, he snatches the feet from the jaws of victory. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you now everybody transforms, fights, destroys monster, mecha fi- mecha battle. And Tyler hotwires Kendall's Megazord to join in. <laughs> Technically, any of them can use it. Yeah. Plus, this also got a good opportunity for um, Shelby to take charge of the other Megazord, which was good for this episode. Uh, she, she has her own stock footage for yeah. the um, transformation thing. I mean, probably everybody does, which we'll get around they to eventually. Probably do. It was nice to see. No, I just more like that she was the one basically leading the Megazord fight. Right. Because it is her episode. Yeah, and she, and she is really the only competent one. She is the most competent out of the four or five. Well, out of the core five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, technically Riley, but in the right circumstance. <laughs> in the right circumstance, yeah. When it comes to cutting something with a knife, yes. <laughs> Although Shelby did pretty well this episode on that. Well, to be fair, when she was cutting up the cafe, nobody was really wanting to fight back against her either. No, that's also true. So, uh, monsters of this this batch, uh, Shelby is, for some reason, giving a lecture at the museum. Even though she's still in her, you know, waitress get-up. I guess they're strapped for help at the museum. Probably, well, Kendall keeps wasting all the museum's money on ranger toys. It's true. So it's like, okay, you And you're... Heckle probably chased everyone else off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, Shelby, you are now a waitress and whatever I need you to be. <laughs> Again, I think that's true for all of them. Yeah. I think that's true for uh any uh job for uh most uh work. But most yeah. jobs period, basically, yes. Yeah. I am I am well acquainted and and having to instill that in other people. And, I mean, for that matter, in the first episode, when we first see Chase, you know, he's pushing a cart of stuff around through the museum. So I don't think this is a new development. You just... No, it's, it's just to see Shelby doing it. It's like, oh, okay, I guess Kittle does trust her to some degree. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of changed when the uh, when, when she, she came up with the idea for a uh, Energem-detecting uh, yeah. radar. Yeah, once she became competent. Which well, they have never rebuilt for some reason. I think um, they so, don't have the stuff to build a second one. Uh, so yeah, so she gets through to her dad, and then she brings a cake down to everybody else, which Coda tries to eat whole. A cake that had been mailed. Uh-huh. An ice cream cake that had been mailed. Yeah. With, with no, with no like, with dry again, ice. With, no return address. With, like, no dry ice or anything in there. Her dad really is magic. <laughs> and meanwhile, we just have Keeper looming in the background, not saying a word. It's very disappointing. <laughs> well, also, he's just looming. 
Yeah. And that's th th that that has its that has its merits. I suppose. Like, he's, where was he well, he's just <laughs> there watching. <laughs> well, watching. and he wants some cake too. I mean, he's right there when the cake gets pulled out. <laughs> this time he doesn't need a party hat. <laughs> and so that was Dino Charge. Yes. So I was really not expecting the thing with Heckle. That was a lot better than the last two episodes. Yeah, it was. I think I think. <laughs> Kind of hit in their stride again, it feels like. Yeah. The one thing I don't like about this episode is it removes uh, what it removes opportunity for you know, a whole lot of opportunity for having heckle heckling in the background. Yeah. On the, on the other hand, it also, you know, per, they don't have to be, you know, kind of willfully ignorant yeah. in terms of the writing because they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Didn't care for it much, Mickey? It was fine. Did you think it was better than the last two episodes? It. Huh? Did you think it was better than the previous two? I'm just hoping to get rolling on more of the important plot stuff sooner rather than later. So, uh, so when Paladin's not speaking in your place, Mickey, did you think it was better than the previous two episodes? I didn't have any problem with the previous two episodes. Oh, okay. I thought you were expressing that you were kind of let down with the last two episodes. I don't. If I was, I don't remember being that way. Okay. Fair uh, enough. But yeah, um... From, without any spoilers, I do think that there is some plot stuff coming up. So, um, so I don't remember the summaries exactly. Is the next episode chase the sexual predator? <laughs> well, um, there might be a concern there, actually. Oh, that's right. Because... The like Kids' Choice Awards or something are next week, aren't they? Um, no, that's not till March. The, the 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 better question is, that's a really vague description for Chase. <laughs> you have Here's to... the. Here's the thing. When we got the summaries for the first eight episodes of Supercharged, this one was listed fourth, not third. So they appear to have mixed up the rotation a bit. Huh. So, I, I wonder if we're going to get an episode in the next couple of weeks where um, <laughs> Heckle's still their friend. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Why? Wow, we're going to get back to, like, um, Power Rangers Turbo airing order mishaps here, aren't we? <laughs> Power Rangers, tell, I guess. Power Rangers Turbo was the worst time for getting episodes aired in the correct order. It was so confusing as a kid. You know, I watched every day, but I'm well, like... Watching it in the correct order didn't help Turbo much. Mm. No, but like, over the course of three weeks, that episode Crash and the Creeps aired about six times. Yes. Just for one example. Like, it was really messed up for a while there. Now, it's not to say Crash and the Creeps wasn't, you know, an enjoyable episode, but, you know, maybe not when you see it every at other least day. It, at least it never got as bad as uh, the 90s Spider-Man series. <laughs> well, that's true on a variety of levels, Fort Max. But, yeah, I'd, that one was always aired out of order, even with the premieres, yet it had episode numbers in the episode title. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of confusing for me at the time, too. Of course, you know, once, once, well, that's still you... not as bad as the X Men, where uh, you had uh, episodes in the major episodes from that were part of a multi, like single episode of a multi-part story, getting delayed two seasons. Uh huh. <laughs> Which uh -huh. episode was that again? I forget. Oh, the one where Gene comes back from being the Phoenix. Yeah. All right. Gene. So when the Dark <laughs> Phoenix saga starts, she's just you know back there for some reason with no explanation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. Apparently it was that Acom just really, really blew it on the first go. Wow, big surprise. <laughs> no, like I'm you... guessing no. I'm I'm thinking it, they had to have really blown it. <laughs> like more than usual. <laughs> I I would like I would like to see the original cut of that yeah, of that I, I agree with uh, that. I wonder just how bad. Oh, probably pretty bad. Well, yeah, obviously, but for Saban to reject it, uh huh. Exactly. Like, have you have you seen the Spider-Man series? I'm afraid so. Yeah. Yeah. Still better than Ultimate Spider-Man. Valid. Very and valid. MTV Spider-Man. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. That was actually decent. I I uh, will at least say I liked Ultimate Spider-Man's art style more. 
that's the only thing it has going for it. Certainly not an animation. Um, or or Spider Man Unlimited. Oh yeah, <sighs> Spider Man Unlimited. That's what I meant. I would still take Spider Man Unlimited over Ultimate Spider Man, where Agent Venom has rocket launchers from his shoulders. Yeah, no, I was thinking Spider Man Unlimited. Spider-Man Unlimited, ending on part two of a three-part story. <laughs> and the, the best, the best thing is when ABC got, you know, Disney got the rights to all that stuff. They would air that series a lot, and well, there you go. And of course, didn't Silver Surfer end on a major cliffhanger as well? It yeah. did. It, to know uh, that someone would have to watch the show. Uh, Silver Surfer, I think, ended on the cliffhanger of the universe ending. <laughs> well, so presumably that universe did end subsequently since now, there was never any more. But yeah, I mean, it didn't have Silver Surfer. I will say it at least looked beautiful. It was it of those beautiful of might be going era, a little bit far, but it looked distinctive. Of that era of Marvel shows, it was one of the better ones, actually. Season one Hulk was probably the best. It was because it it was complete. Re- it's also completely removed from everything else. It was like. It was on UPN. Nobody gave a shit about it, so they just did what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, season one Hulk was on par with season two Iron Man and Fantastic Four. Yeah. Because, like, for I... that for that period of, like, two years, they had a decent animation studio. That was not making And sense. then season two of Hulk was, like... Acom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it may not have literally been Acom, but it's what it looked like. Yeah. It makes me sad because you know, and I knew it would be I mean, even with the season two opening when it would go between stuff from season one and season two, <laughs> it was jarring. It was, it it was, was jarring, especially with how much just brighter the season was, yeah. two stuff was. It was stark and not of the Tony. It's like variety. season one. I think what was done like Batman the animated series, where I all the backgrounds and stuff were done on uh, black. Yeah, I mean season one looked good, but for the time. Yeah, it did. And that's your history of Marvel cartoons, apparently. Apparently. Uh, so, next week we'll be back and talking about Juoger, along with Dino Charge. Maybe. <laughs> I believe well, we'll that's de- still airing this weekend. We'll, we'll okay. definitely be talking about Juoger. Yes. Because I think, of the ones of us who've watched it already, none of us hated it. Mm? Which is immediate step up from the Ninja. It's a promising start. Yes. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a Radio Free Cybertron production. Maybe we should, like, run a betting pool for how many weeks it takes each of us to give up on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to be I'm optimistic to think of any say it's going to be that... about uh, a year before we give up on it. <laughs> so, oh, so you think we're going to get a whole mile? Yep. I'm trying to think of any toku show I started off hating and grew to like as it went on. And, or, or, oh. Is there any you started off liking that you grew to hate? Oh, many of those. Plenty. Sure. Okay. I'm trying to think of, is there anything that I've ever changed my mind on uh, it being bad the, from the first episode? I think maybe Caputo, but then at the end of it, I sort of hated it again. <laughs> so really just the middle part of Caputo is good. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair that's, with that's, the end of Caputo. I mean, that, it was basically the ending. The first three good. episodes of Caputo are bad. They, they make no goddamn sense. No, they you don't. The, then you get the rain fight, and you're like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yes. Um, no, like, the the end of Kabuto is basically the ending to a completely different show that you didn't get to watch. So that explains Yonamura on Decade a lot. Huh? Because the writer of Kabuto also wrote the second half of Decade. Oh. Yeah. The part where it wasn't like entertaining and innovative. Yes, they, he wrote the second half of the Cade, except for the Shinken's repos, which were written by Kobayashi. So that's why those were actually decent. <laughs> they were okay. They were okay for what it was. I'll put it this way: so, like, I watched those two decade episodes, 
because um, I was watching Shinkinger at the time, mm-hmm. and those episodes by themselves did not inspire me to go and watch Decade. They don't, but they're all right as more Shinkinger, I think. They're okay, kind of. They're they're not as good as the as Shinkinger itself, I think. Because... No. But um, it's it's a neat little like I, oh they it, they've never get a lot they, of Kenta. It's, it's like oh we Kenta, never... Kenta whatever. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, they, it was also you know novel for times like they've never crossed over Sentai and Kamen Rider quite like right. this before somehow. After <laughs> now they do it every goddamn year. Sort of, kind of, you know, Sentai kind of gets. Yeah, them. most you had some still images from a in one movie. <laughs> what was that? Go on. Uh, Go, Go Busters versus Jack. Go, go, go Busters. No, I'm not. Uh, go, uh, yeah, I'm, I would uh, watch I am, that. I am not. I'm kind of out of it tonight, aren't I? Yeah, uh, uh, Go, go Ranger go versus Jack. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would watch Go Busters versus Jack. I'd watch Go Busters <laughs> versus anything, to be honest. Yeah, well, except Carrie I mean, I watched well, that I would anyway. watch an actual GoBusters versus Kyo Ranger. Yeah, the actual GoBusters versus Kyo Ranger, and not the shit show that we got. Yeah, and not. Uh, I, I am still. And not. Uh, and not. Uh, Dinosaur Set Sentai uh, Mega Team Up with GoBusters. <laughs> I will never not be bitter, bitter about that movie. I think. I probably also wouldn't watch GoBusters versus Ninja. I would just to, just to see them show them up the entire time. <laughs> Because they would. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could end up being like Shinkenger versus Ghostager. Uh huh. That part would be nice. Uh-huh. But but eventually in Shinkenger versus Ghostager, they made friends with the Ghostagers. Well, you know, friends, any enemy of my enemy. <sighs> I'd like to see Dobutsu Sentai Ghostbusters versus Dobutsu Sentai Juoger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially well, I'm yeah, and it would give us just as much beat Jay Stag, so uh huh, uh huh. Jay would end up taking a place on the Juoger team, also. Instead, it would be uh, it would be uh, he'd be Juo the world. Instead, we're gonna get Juoger versus. No, Juo the world would be there as his own character, but Jay would get in front and say, "I am the world." You know, <laughs> you, you know, it would be great to bring back this year. Give us Juozer versus Super Sentai. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> Just so that way we don't have to have an adventure crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Just like get Kasumi or Fuka, or even Yakumo, I can deal with him. And just forget everybody else and, you know, pluck from other series. And then, of course, one of them is going to be BJ Stag. <laughs> hey, Ken. Yes. Jenga. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio.